Welcome to Brews and Views. I'm Matt Briette, President and CEO of Commonwealth Partners Chamber of Entrepreneurs. And joining me today is Nate Benefield, who is a Vice President and Chief Operating Officer at the Commonwealth Foundation for Public Policy Alternatives. Usually I always just say Commonwealth Foundation, but I think that, uh, you know, the full name uh, is actually good because you have lots of uh, policy alternatives to what craziness is coming out of the Capitol today. And Nate, I wanted to talk to you because you've watched budgets for years and years and years. And this was a unique uh, budget address in that uh, the governor decided to effectively put together a campaign video uh, and deliver his budget address uh, via a video with B-roll and multi-angled shots and charts and all of that. Something unique. He used COVID as the excuse. Um, but uh, here's my, my theory on this, Nate, is that he knew that this was so outlandish that uh, if he was actually there in person, he'd have been laughed out or booed out of the chamber. Uh, do you agree with that? I think that that's probably <laughs> the case, that he needed to deliver it and be far, far away from the Capitol when he, when he did so. Uh, he also moved it back a day so he couldn't make the Groundhog Day joke of uh, he's doing the same thing over and over again, just like Bill Murray in, in the movie. So uh, uh, delaying a day and doing a remote video. And we're trying to find out how much that costs to produce because it's going to took taxpayer money to produce this video. That, you uh, bet. I mean, yeah, it was a slick presentation. Uh, anybody that saw it is probably mostly insiders that uh, that bothered to watch it. Um, but uh, it, it probably cost a heavy chunk of change uh, because, uh, what, I think your calculations that this is the largest uh, tax increase proposal in, in Pennsylvania history? Well, if, you or, pa- or if, it, if passed. passed, it would be the largest tax increase ever in Pennsylvania's history. It's, it's not the largest tax increase okay. Wolf has proposed, <laughs> uh, but his first tax proposal got... Zero votes. Uh, so he's still uh, going after higher, higher taxes. Well, yeah, remind me, because back in 2015, which would have been his first uh, year of proposing a budget, that was, what, four, some, four, four and a half billion? billion yes. Yeah. Okay. So now he's like, well, what would you take three billion in <laughs> higher taxes? Well, let's uh, uh, first deconstruct what he has proposed in terms of the tax increases, uh, because he's he's trying to sell this as a tax cut. He's saying that that working families are going to get a tax cut. So let's cut through. Is this a tax increase or is it a tax cut? And then I want to talk about where does he want to spend uh, all of this money on? So is this a tax cut as as Governor Wolf is claiming? Well, for one, you don't get an additional $3 billion in state (laughs) revenue from a tax cut. Uh, You can only get it from a tax increase. Uh, And he's proposing a 46% increase in the personal income tax in Pennsylvania from 3.07% to 4.49%. Uh, and that's a tax that hits, uh, obviously, families and individual earners. It also is the tax that small businesses pay. So all the small businesses owners, the gyms, the restaurants, the spas and hair salons that have been closed down for months and are just now reopening are going to get hammered with with a tax increase under this plan. And, and so, like, a lot of the stores that were open, the big, the big box, like Lowe's yeah. and Walmart, right. they're paying a different income tax. So uh, while theirs doesn't change at all, the people who are harmed the most are going to get slapped with a, a massive tax increase. Absolutely. And the big box, the corporations, they pay the, the tax, corporate tax rate. They also can deduct their losses going forward. That's something small businesses can't do. If they lost money in 2020... Uh, they cannot take those losses off their taxes in 2021. So they just simply get hammered with a tax increase on any uh, income they make next year. 
So uh, how is he selling this as a tax cut? I mean, uh, obviously, we know uh, the politicians aren't all that good at telling the full truth. How is he uh, not telling us the whole truth on this? How is he claiming yeah. this is actually a tax cut? Well, he's trying to expand uh, the uh, tax relief program that is targeted at uh, low income. There is a, a tax forgiveness program the state has had in place. It was eventually meant as an anti-poverty program so that the lowest and low income families would get tax forgiveness. Um, they have to apply separately. It's not part of the tax code. But he's coupling it together in a way that is probably unconstitutional to get around our, our state flat tax. Well, let, let's, uh, that, that tax forgiveness, it's like if you, first of all, you pay that tax, uh, but then you get a forgiveness of it or Later, essentially yes. a refund. And it, it's currently set at what, like $6,500? $6, 6500 is the base yeah. for an individual, yes. So, I mean, truly the poorest of the poor. Uh, and, and what does he want to do with that? He wants to jack up all of the, that forgiveness program? Yeah, he wants to jack up the, the base for an individual, uh, for each child uh, expanding, and then uh, phasing it out over a very uh, slow phase out so that uh, it would apply to more families. And, and trying, he's trying to make it, hey, this is just going to be a tax increase on the rich, on the wealthy. But even that's not not true. Uh, that he's, he's talking about the, you know, family of four, uh, that, you know, 80, family of 84,000 would pay less. That's so the his numbers. Uh, average, average family of four is the, the current income of 84,000 would be the threshold at which you wouldn't have no impact. If you earn more than that, you're paying right. more. If you earn less, he'd, he's saying you're getting a tax cut. Correct. But we, the numbers in, in terms of what the average family of four in Pennsylvania makes, the median income for a family of four is 103000 so, so the average in Pennsylvania is actually 103000 And so what kind of higher tax would they be paying? That's, that's $1,500 okay. in higher taxes for that, that average family of four. Uh, so he's clearly hitting middle class, and, and a lot of families would be paid, paying the higher tax well, you said something here that uh, this that this is uh, likely unconstitutional, and and I want to address that further down. Uh, but let's talk more about uh, his proposal. So his idea is elevate the forgiveness program, uh, and then we we so then uh, you would see that four point four nine rate being applied. Essentially, uh, the the more you earn, the closer you get to that four point four nine rate. Is that how it works? Yeah, I and mean, basically, you'd pay the four point four nine, and then those who get tax forgiveness would get money back later. Okay, uh, at a later point, and and for the you know some would be full forgiveness, for some it's you know the kind of eighty four thousand would be the partial uh, forgiveness to make it break even at the end of the day from what they're paying today. Uh, but everyone pays that. To start off at the first, to pay it first and maybe get money back. So, and and what he's saying is, hey, we're going to cut taxes for that family of four earning eighty four thousand. Of course, I, I assume there's you know for individuals all of that. Uh, but then uh, he is uh, by his own numbers, he's saying it's going to generate a net increase of nearly three billion dollars uh, more. So there's going to be a lot of people paying. A much higher tax as a result if this uh, were to go through. Absolutely, and and you've seen it. He's, he's really trying to make it the progressive tax that some states have. Um, but what we've seen, and we've already seen Pennsylvania losing population to other states. Right. The states that have kind of tried to say we're going to go after the the rich with higher progressive taxes, those are states that are just bleeding population and are losing people. You know, see New York and New Jersey and California. Uh, people are moving out uh, for better opportunities. Uh, Pennsylvania is not quite as bad as those states. 
But Governor Wolf is trying to make us just like New York yeah. and California. Right. Well, so you mentioned that you believe that this would be unconstitutional. And that's because we have a clause uh, called the Uniformity Clause in our state constitution that says taxes must be applied uniformly across certain classes, correct? Is that how to describe it? Right. They must be applied uniformly, means we all pay an equal tax rate. Uh, and that's the, the kind of the flat tax we have in, in Pennsylvania and have for, uh, for as long as we've been around. And so um, what, uh, what, what, you know, people have proposed this idea before. Why does he think he can do this without, um, uh, you know, changing the Constitution? Yeah, What's well, his argument? Yeah, I mean, his argument is basically that these are separate programs. So we can have the tax rate be 4.49, but have this other tax forgiveness program that is com- completely separate, even though it's very clearly tied together in, in his proposal. And again, he's taking what is an anti-poverty program and trying to just make it uh, a wealth broad, redistribution. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so let's say that Governor Wolf got this. Let, let's say that uh, you know all the, the the millions of dollars the Democrats spent in 2020, including Tom Wolf himself, uh, and they had flipped the the chambers and you had Democrat control that they would embrace this type of thing. And the reason I say this because I think that this is DOA. Uh, you know yeah. that I mean again, either laughed out or booed out of the Capitol had he done this in person. Um, but if he got his way. Uh, how would he be spending that net $3 billion uh, that would be coming into the state's coffers? Yeah, well, I mean, one of his big initiatives is more money for school districts. Uh, and he proposes about $1.7 billion of that increase to go to an increase in, in funding for school districts. That, that, that would be on top of what we're already spending in public education, which I, I believe we're still in the top 10 on a per-student oh, basis yeah, we, in the country. Yeah, right? we're spending almost 18000 per student and, and about 4000 more per student than the national average. So we have some of the highest spending school districts already. Uh, and that was before, Matt, the federal government came in and has given the state $3 billion to school districts okay. um, for because of COVID and emergencies and so forth for schools that aren't even open yet. Yeah. Uh, so and and not a single penny of state subsidies has been reduced, correct? So right. they've not they've not lost a penny uh, from because people still have to pay their uh, property taxes at the local level. The state is still funding our schools. So irrespective of uh, I think you're not, you, the, you were citing the Department of Education numbers that about forty percent of school districts aren't even physically open uh, for business. They haven't lost a single penny. So Governor Wolf is getting money from the feds of $3 billion. I know that the school districts are sitting on huge reserve funds as well, correct? Billions, yeah, $4.6 billion in reserve funds that they've been sitting on uh, and growing every every year. They always say like, oh, we're going to, this year we're going to have to reduce our reserves and spend that down. But it actually grows every single year. (laughs) Uh, and, And the fact is, while they haven't lost any money and gained so much additional money, they have lost students. So almost 50,000 students have left school districts in terms of the preliminary enrollment numbers from, from this fall versus last year. So just this past fall, uh, I guess, and, and you probably could say, hey, the, the parents have been making choices even since the beginning of the school year because you've seen these starts and stops and, and school districts. I mean, I, I know that as we're recording, the Philadelphia Federation of Teachers is telling you, we're not going back, uh, despite what the school district and school board is saying, we yeah. need to open up our schools. And what so, the CDC is yeah. saying, like, school, it's safe to reopen. The teachers' union says, no, it's not. We're going to go on strike if we try and re- make us reopen. Um, but, yeah, it has been uh, families leaving because uh, while school districts have lost 50,000 students, Charter schools have seen their enrollments grow, uh, so have private schools. Yet Governor Wolf's 
address while putting billions more into school districts. He also wants to cut funding for charter schools and, and <laughs> uh, put limits on on scholarships for, for private schools. So basically, uh, let me summarize. Uh, increase taxes on working families to pump more money into empty public school buildings and deprive the schools that are actually teaching kids of their resources. Is that a good summary? That is of- a pretty good summary of exactly what he has in mind. And well, it's very much, a, it's a, if I would say that one of the ways, I'm going to appease the people who gave the most money to my campaign, which is the teachers union and, and mm-hmm. some of their friends. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, let's leave it at that because uh, I guess we're going to see what happens. Uh, our, I think we both predict that this is dead on arrival because everybody recognizes uh, how out of touch this is with the realities of COVID hitting mm-hmm. uh, working families and small businesses. The idea of raising taxes to put more money into things that aren't teaching, aren't working right now um, is just, I think, the uh, definition of insanity here. Yeah, you've even heard Democrats say it makes no sense to raise taxes during a a recession with the economy the way it is and unemployment the way it is. Uh, And I think that being a lame duck governor, he's given his address, but it's probably going to be ignored and and there's going to be an entire different direction set Uh, by the legislature. A a lame duck uh, budget uh, for sure. Well, Nate Benefield, uh, uh, Vice President and CEO of Commonwealth Foundation. Thanks for joining me uh, today, and we'll follow up on this again. All right. Thanks, Matt. You've been listening to Brews and Views, a production of Commonwealth Partners Chamber of Entrepreneurs. Find us on Facebook at Commonwealth Partners and follow Matt Briette at M-A-T-T-B-R-O-U-I-L-L-E-T-T-E.